Thursday. Happy birthday to Linda. Thank God for the crucifixion. Yes. Thank God for what he went through. We, don't, we, can't, we can't even imagine what he went through. We can see the physical part beneath the spiritual part uh -huh. being separated, which he'd never been. Amen. He'd always been from the Father, Mama. with the Father, Mama. throughout eternity. But he, that day, a day of atonement, he was separated from God the Father. And he paid your sins and my sins and thank God for that. Set us free! Amen! Amen! Are you free this morning? Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. really free. Amen? Yes. There's some areas in my life I'm still working on. Yes. Yeah. I don't know about you, but there's some areas in my life I'm still working on. Totally free. But the more truth I get, the more freer I become. Yeah. 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 That's the reason this word is Power. so important. Power. And the more we understand the truth, it will make us free. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. My wife's getting me now. Make us set free. Make us free. Make us free. Free. When we talk about being made free, what are we free from? According to the Word of God. Sin and darkness. Huh? Sin and darkness. Sin and darkness. Shame Sin and darkness. We've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, which is His dear Son. Now, listen, are you a child of the light? Yes. yes. That means you can't walk in darkness. Can you sin? Yes. Yes, you can sin, but you can't walk in darkness no more because you're not in darkness. Hello? You're not in darkness. You are in the light, whether you realize it or not. Now, it's good to realize that so you can take your position walking in the light. And we're supposed to be uh, seated, set on the hill, the light of the world. Amen? We don't reflect the light. Jesus, when he was in the world, he was the light of the world. Right. But now he says we are the light of the world. He passed on the Day of Atonement. He was doing a work, and he was bringing us into a place so he went after the resurrection he could bring us into a place to pass that torch over to us and we could carry out his his work that he started amen so the church is supposed to be a continuation of the work that christ started hallelujah and god chose you and i to be a part of that work you know, we, we don't, we're not like religion. We don't work for God. Amen? Religion says you work for God. We don't work for God. We're workers with God. Hallelujah. Vast difference in the wording there. But thank God for what He did on the Day of Atonement. Thank God for what He did when He went to the cross. But let me tell you something. What's the greatest victory that we should be celebrating? What's the greatest picture? Hallelujah. The resurrection. Because it says, if you got your Bible, you can look at it. It says in 1 Corinthians 15, and you can read through uh, 19, but I want you to focus in on 
Uh, you can start around 12 and reach to 19, but I want you to focus on 17. Because without the resurrection, yeah. we would still be in our sins. Mm -hmm. yeah. So thank God for the resurrection. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. Now my understanding is Jesus Christ, when He was crucified, He was laid in the tomb, and He laid there, His body laid in the tomb for three days and three nights. But to some, if Peter come up and he said that he would not let the holiest one of Israel see his fleshly corruption or leave his soul in hell, he paid our complete sin debt. If he can pay your, if he paid your complete sin debt then how much sin do you have? Come on. None. Now we, we look at the flesh too much. We look at the flesh too much. We're always going to have sin dwelling in this flesh until we take on the glorified body. But the flesh is not you. Hello. That's what separates us from most religions in the world is because I said last week, we start from a place been washed in the blood, cleansed in the blood, and God said that He would remember our sins no more. How come we will remember them so much when God don't? Hello? It's good to recognize when you fall short, we all do. Hello? But we're too sin conscious today in the church. We're too sin conscious. The Apostle Paul says in his writings, therefore they should not be no more remembrance of sin those who have been born again. Hello. But we are sin conscious instead of righteous consciousness. Let's get righteous minded. Mm -hmm. Righteous minded, if you if you get righteous minded, guess what you will do? If you think righteous, how will you act? Righteous. Righteous. The word of God says, so a man thinks in his heart, so, so is he. Right. If you think in your heart you're still an old sinner just saved by grace, guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna sin. Yeah. But if I believe I'm righteous, guess what I'm gonna do? If I really believe that I'm righteous. I'm going to walk in righteousness. Amen? Hallelujah. Does that mean we're perfect? No. We'll never reach perfection in this body. That's the reason this body got to be changed to put on immortality. My body, my soul man is being saved, but my spirit man is got saved perfectly. Amen? It don't mean I, got, I haven't got to train my spirit now. You're going to have to start training your spirit to line up with the Word of God. Yeah. And one way you train your spirit is getting your spirit that I have been made the very righteousness of God. Yeah. Yeah. So how much more righteous can you get? So a lot of people look down on themselves. They feel so unworthy. And that's the enemy working against you to keep you from taking your rightful place in the kingdom. Hello. Hallelujah. You remember I say, I've, I've taught, you've got everything, according to 2 Peter, we've already been given everything pertaining to life and godliness. Already. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
So if God knows what we need before we even ask for it, and He's already given it to us, how come we have to ask? He's already given it to us. He already knows we have what we have need of. Before we got before we came into this world, as I said last week, God had already, when He called you and placed you in the body, He placed you where all your goods are. All everything that you need, He placed you there. But now we need to find where we've been placed in the body that it pleased Him. Amen? And when we find that place in the body that it pleased Him, then we start, remember I've said this before, the everything is based in the kingdom, and even in the world, to tell you the truth, the kingdom, the world is sort of patterned after the heavenly things, according to the Word of God. Everything in the kingdom, when you find your place, your prosperity, your goods, ever what you need, it's been provided. Hello? Amen. But the enemy gets us uh, uh, off course yeah. by trying to get us to pursue everything, pursue ministry, pursue happiness, pursue money, to pursue power, all these things. The enemy wants to get us distracted from what? Finding our place in the body. Yeah. And we don't pursue things. Things pursue us. When you find your rightful place. Things pursue you when you find your rightful place. You may be, you may be a young person, uh, uh, an older person, or what? Uh, say a younger person or a young, older person, you may be needing a spouse. But don't pursue a spouse. Submit yourself to God and let God bring into your life yeah. the yeah. spouse He has for you. Amen? Mm -hmm. You go to pursue him, when are you going to pick out the wrong one? <laughs> Hello? That's where you've got so many divorce rates in the church today. We're pursuing spouses. We're pursuing money. We're pursuing this and we're pursuing that. But when God created you and I, now in the new creature, He created us to be problem solvers. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Say, I'm a problem solver. I'm a problem solver. But the reason we can't solve problems is because we focus too much on our problems. Come on. When you at home, I'm going to try to break this down where I can understand it. I'm simple. i got to break it down where I can understand it. When you at home, you say your car breaks down or your house, something happens in your house, And you don't know how to fix it. What do you do? Call someone who knows. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's a natural thing to do, isn't it? 
And when you call someone about your problem and they come and fix it and you pay them, what did you pay them for? For fixing that or solving your problem? Which you needed fixing, but it was a problem to you, right? The church of the living God is supposed to be problem solvers. Are you in the church? Mm -hmm. So you got somebody, when you come into this world, and the place that God placed you in the body, He placed you there to solve somebody's problem. And when we begin to solve people's problems, that's when our resources are turned loose. Did you get paid just sitting at home on your if you got a job? No. When is your when does your money get turned loose on your job? It's when you solve their problem. The reason we don't have more a manifestation of God's blessing in our lives is because we're not solving the problem God put us here to solve. Remember I've said a lot of times turn loose of my stuff? Somebody, somebody in the body can solve my problem. Hello? This lady right here, she solved problems. In the kingdom. She ministers to people. She provides them sources of income. Is that solving somebody's problem? Yes. Well, there's no way she can keep them prospering. Come on. Ain't no way she can no keep them prospering. Ain't no way. No way, because that's the kingdom principle. Yes. You gotta believe that. Because the devil will come at all of us and he'll try to bind up our resources. Yes, he will. He'll try to shut us down. Yes. But when I come before God yes. and I said, God, you told me in your word yeah. that you provided everything. When I'm walking according to your will, he, you, you have told me in your word you would give me everything that I needed for this. Amen. Hallelujah. Is that getting out of place with God? No, because God said, call on Put me in remembrance of my word. Put me in remembrance of my promises. Not that God is senile, but He wants us to do it. How come we ask when He already knows we need everything? How come He told us to ask? Because if you go to the Word of God, you'll find out. He said, if you'll call unto me, I'll answer you. We have to loosen God's hand in the earth. And when we ask, we have loosened His hand. If we don't ask, He's still bound. Who does He give authority in the earth to? When He gave Adam authority in the garden, He said, you over the earth and I'm over the heavens. Don't the Bible say, what I bind in earth? Shall be bound in heaven. What I loosen in the earth shall be loosened in heaven. Right. We gotta work with God. We're workers with God, but most of the time we think we work for God. God wants us to be co-equal partners in the earth. We speak it, it turns it loose. If you don't speak it, he don't move. Because he has no authority until we speak. What do you think we pray? 
We're giving God authority to intervene in this situation. But if we don't pray and ask, He don't have the authority because He gave man the authority in the earth. Hello? But when He was raised, you know the Bible says that when He was raised, we were raised with Him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were raised with Christ Jesus. And we sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. He placed us in a place of authority with Him. Matter of fact, He put us co-equal in authority because He gave us His authority to go forth and to carry out His work that He started in the earth. You're not some kind of little little uh, uh, peon running around down here trying to beg God out of something. Come on. Amen. God doesn't give it to us. Amen. That's time we realize that to take it by faith and proclaim it and start moving in it. But we want to see it before we move. That's not faith when you see it. We believe for something. We have faith for something, but when it's manifested, it's no longer faith. Oh. That's the reason it takes faith. Well, listen to this now. You need to jot this down in your mind or in your memory or somewhere. It takes faith to bring in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. After it comes in, it don't take faith then. You just give in. It takes faith to get the manifestation of the presence of God. But after it's manifested, it's no longer faith. Law folk can get in there. Carnal Christians can get in there. It's woo, glory to God. But it takes faith to get that manifest presence manifested. Hello? Well, how does it take faith? We know what the Word says. How do, you, how do you enjoy your benefits of your salvation? By faith. How do you know you're saved? By faith. Right? Knowing that God cannot lie. How do you enjoy the rest of it? By faith. You can't please God without faith. Does that mean that, that in order to please God, I always got to walk in faith? Ooh, I hope not. I don't always walk in that kind of faith. I want to. But the kind of pleasing God is talking about here is, my understanding is, according to this word, I please God by faith when I believed on the one he sent. I pleased 
Now, if I want to see anything manifest, it's just going to take faith. Mm -hmm. But I've already pleased God. Come on. Say, I've already pleased God because I believe on His Son. I believe in the death and resurrection. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I pleased Him. I've already pleased Him. Now, if I want to enjoy His benefits, it's still going to take faith. But I don't, I'm not having faith just to please Him now because I've already pleased Him. You already pleased God. We're not working to please God. We're not conjuring up faith to please God. I pleased Him when I accepted Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible said. The Bible says I pleased God when I believed on the one He said. Hello? Did I just please Him for a moment? No, I pleased Him. Hallelujah. When Jesus raised from the dead, the Father raised Him. And the Father could not raise Him unless He was pleased with the sacrifice. God the Father poured out all of your sins and my sins, all of the wrath against your sins yes, and my sins, He poured them out on Christ. Yes, He did. And when God raised Him from the dead, before God raised Him from the dead, He declared each believer righteous. You don't have to work at your righteousness. You just have to receive it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He could not raise him from the dead until that sin debt of ours was paid completely. And when God seen it was paid completely and God declared us righteous in Christ, He raised Him from the dead. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, if that spirit that raised Christ dwell in you, come on. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine how much power that took? I cannot fathom that. How much power did that take to raise Christ from the dead? And he said that same power, that same power that raised him from the dead is dwelling where? In us. Yeah. Woo, we need to start releasing something. And we'll quicken our mortal bodies by his spirit. We need to start releasing something. You know the reason most of post-Christians don't release the power of God that they have within them? It's because we have believed a lie from the devil. That's right. That's right. We most Christians are consider themselves unworthy to walk mm -hmm. in this righteousness. Mm -hmm. They consider themselves unworthy. Say I'm worthy. I'm, I'm worthy. worthy. I'm because worthy. he made me worthy. That's right. He, he made me worthy. worthy. He did. Yeah. Yes, he did. It ain't my righteousness. It's not yours. It's His. I've been imputed His righteousness. I've been made the very righteousness of God. Thank you, sir. Before I did anything. But we get mixed up and try to good, do good deeds, live right and everything for that righteousness. No, 
I want people to live right. I want people to do good yeah, things. Yeah. But it ain't based on that. Yeah. I'm the righteous God because of what He did, and He did alone. Amen. 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 When the devil comes at me and tries to bring all this condemnation and everything against me, and he does, I'm sure he does you too. All your downfall, all your shortcomings, all I do within myself, and I rise up and I said, Look at Christ. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. I tell him to look at Christ because Christ has paid it all. So I don't owe anything. It's not me. It's Christ. Paul said it this way. The life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Amen. When the devil comes to me and says, well, you don't have any faith? Yes, I do. Because the life I now live, I live by His faith. Glory to God. I don't have to go in the battle and worry about the battle because he done won the battle. He's conquered it. Glory to God. All I got to do is point to him and say, he defeated you and he gave me that victory. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. So you've been to say the truth will make you free. The truth will make you free. The truth will make you feel full free. The truth will make you feel free. And my billfold hasn't got bound before with you. <laughs> Has your billfold ever been bound? He'll try to bind your finances up. But the truth will set you free from that. It don't mean that we're not going to have some cash flow shortage from time to time. It don't mean that. But it's from time to time. When I go through a cash flow shortage, I know it's just for a season. I know millionaires have cash flow shortages. I know one I went and talked to here a while back, and I wanted to get some money from him to do something. And he said, well, right now I've got a cash flow shortage. He said, I've got all my money tied up, and if I get any out, they're going to charge me about, I don't know, about 40% or somewhere in there. And he said, yeah, I got it, but, you know, i got it tied up. So he's having a cash flow shortage. That didn't mean he didn't have it. Hallelujah. But some of you have been living that way for years. Why? Because you don't know the truth of the matter. That's the only difference between someone who has victory and someone that don't. It's not a matter of how holy they are or how righteous they are. It's a matter of what they know. Give me wrong. I believe in ripping right. If you believe you're righteous, guess what? You'll walk righteous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amen. You can't walk in sin and believe you're righteous. That's right. Amen. I have the wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. I have the wisdom of God. You say, well, you know that. I don't care what you think. I don't care what I think. The Bible said He is my wisdom. Come on, He is my wisdom. That's right. Glory to God. He is my wisdom. He is my righteousness. He is my healing. He is my prosperity. He is my prosperity. And if you say you got Jesus and walking in poverty, 
You need to get woke up. You need to get in the truth because He is our prospect. You can't have Him and have poverty at the same time. Not if you're thinking right. Know the Word. You can't. It's impossible. He is my healer. He is my deliverer. Woo! He's yeah. my everything. Whatever <laughs> what you need, he is. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not letting him be him in that situation. That's good. You let him be him. You let him be that in salvation. Come on, right there. Come on. Amen. Did you let him redeem you from sin? Well, are you redeemed from sin? Yeah. Yes. I bet you you'd argue me on that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I was tell you, no, you're not. I bet you'd argue me on that. Yes, I bet you'd get mad at me after a while. Yes, so when you when I come to you and I tell you I've been redeemed from poverty, I don't care what you say. You can argue me and argue me and argue me. He is my redeemer from that. Yes. Yes. He is that. Just yes. like he is my salvation. He is my healer. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Amen. Amen. Just like he is my sin bearer. We don't have a problem with that, do we? Just when it comes to these other things, we have problems with That's right. You know why? Because we know after the Holy Spirit showed you that you were lost, there ain't nothing you've got inside of you can help you there. And you're going to trust in Him or you ain't going to get nothing. But see, we make too many other other avenues for the other stuff. We try to take it on ourselves to do it for ourselves. Now, He's got principles in His Word because it's laws in His Word. If I want to prosper, He tells me what to do. Not that He's holding it back from me. Just like when He, when he said, Pray. He knows what I need before I pray. He knows what I need before I ask, but He wants me to ask because when I ask, it gives Him permission to work in that. Yeah. If you don't give God permission to work in it, He'll never work in it. He's got to have permission. That's the thing about it. He made us free moral agents. We've got a free will. He won't force yeah. Himself into your life, so I have to ask Him. That's right. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but this is good preaching. Yeah. Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Good preaching. Thank you for the word, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We sit out and we go to pray and we sling snot and cry and carry on and everything. I know, I haven't been there too. That don't impress God a bit. Now that that would get some people feeling sorry for you. That ain't getting God to feel sorry for you. When the children were down in Egypt and they, they got the king of the, the Pharaoh got to oppressing them. And they was crying and carrying on down in Egypt because they'd been oppressed. God said, I've heard the cry of my people. 
Was he touched by that? Yes, he was. He said, I hear the cry. It's come up before me. I hear the cry. God hears your cry. But your cry is not going to get you out of your mess. What's going to get you out of the mess is faith. Mm -hmm. That's right. God had to have a man of faith to send down there to get him out of the mess, to bring him out of Egypt. The cry didn't get him out. The cry got God to get a man to go down there and get him, but the man had to have faith to get him out. Yeah, that's, that's right. Hello. That's right. Amen. Say, I walk by faith, not by sight. I walk by faith, not by sight. What God says I have, I have. Can I say something? Yes, you can. I challenge everyone in this under this roof this week to use his word that he just spoke to us about praying, the abundance, the things we need, feel praying and receiving and believing that we're going to receive it. Practice what he preaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. the devil builds up strongholds, and, and over periods of time, he builds them up. The devil builds up strongholds over your health, yeah. over your finances, yes. because you get when yes. a stronghold is there, it's been there for a long time. It took a long time to build it up. Yeah. And the way you get those strongholds tore down is you start forcefully coming against it. Yes. And you come against it with, with this power that raised Jesus from the dead in you, and you start using this power, faith-filled power words, to come against it. Yes. Satan, I refuse to let you bind my finances. Satan, I refuse to let you bind my help. Satan, I refuse to let you bind my marriage. I refuse. I'll stand firm, flat-footed, and I'll declare the works of God. And the Bible says that I have been set free on this stuff. God is not holding this against me. And I know that i got stuff in this flesh, but God said I have the righteousness of Him, and I choose to believe it. Don't base it on your performance. If you base it on your performance, you're going to be in trouble. That's not faith. Faith is believing what God said about you. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. David put it this way. Now the church wants to make us sin conscious. Hello? If you come to church and God speaks to your heart about something, you need to get rid of it. You know? Don't allow that thing that your conscience condemn you of. Get it out of the way. Get it, get it out of the way. Yes. But the church has been taught to be more sin conscious and to have righteous consciousness. Right. Amen. Apostle Paul put it this way. Apostle Paul went through that struggle. I believe it's in Romans, I believe it is. Apostle Paul went through that struggle after he got born again. He said, oh, wretched man that I am. He's seen himself for what he really was. Oh, wretched man that I am. When I want to do good, he was present with me. When I want to do good, I don't do it. I do the other thing and so forth and so on. Amen. And what he, what the, what the conclusions did he come up with? 
He said, I thank God. That's right. That's right. Christ had delivered him from this body of death. That's Romans 7.25. He said, with my spirit, I'll serve the law of God. But my flesh, I'll serve the law of sin. That means sin's gonna be the law of sin is gonna be in your flesh until you take on the glorified body. And we're gonna to have to deal with it. We're gonna to have to bring it in subjection to the spirit. That's right. But my flesh is not me. I am a born-again believer. I'm a born-again new creature, and I am a spirit man, not a flesh man. I have a flesh body. That's why I have access to the earth realm. Oh, the Spirit don't have access in the earth ring or something like that. Hello? Yeah, um, this scripture here keeps coming, coming up to me twice, so I, I just wanted to, if you don't mind, get it in. It's Romans 5, and it's uh, Romans 5 17, and it says, uh, They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Now, if you go to reign Jesus in life, life that yeah. means you reign over. Yeah. Sickness, poverty, intimidation, sin, and how do I do it? Those who receive a bunch of abundance of grace and what? The gift of righteousness. And the gift of righteousness. We're trying to argue y'all. Are you are you basing your relationship that you have or your righteous on your performance? If you are, you're gonna be in trouble. So one day I'll perform good, the next day I'll perform poorly. So my righteous fluctuates in God. And that's where the enemy wants to get you. They wouldn't one promise in the new covenant give to the flesh man. Not one. That I can find. Every one of them would give them to the new creature, the spirit man. Now we can take them, that spirit man, and grab hold of them by faith, and they'll have a they'll have a reaction to your flesh man. Right. But the promise wouldn't give them to the flesh. The promise is given to the Spirit. That's where even Paul come up and said, I'll, I'll serve with my, I'll serve my mind. He said, well, I'll serve my, I'll serve the Spirit, but my flesh, I'll serve the law of sin. That's what he said. But he knew by the law of the Spirit, he could bring that flesh in subjection to the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Say, so my Spirit had power over the flesh. My Spirit had power over the flesh. Don't the Bible said that Jesus Christ give us power yeah. over the works of the devil and yeah. the flesh? And yes. the flesh, right. And the flesh? Yeah. And the flesh. 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 Where that flesh domineer you then? Now I'm not talking about fornication and drunkenness and all this stuff. That can be part of it. That's what we focus in on most of the time. But that's not the one the little fox is running the baby. Right. Amen. 
Your flesh can keep you walking. Your flesh can keep you from walking in the Spirit. Your flesh can keep you uh, outside of your inheritance. Hello? See, the flesh, the way it thinks, you've got to start think, taking on the mind of Christ and start right. thinking with His mind. Because yeah. yeah. your carnal mind is the enemy to God. So it don't always have to be fortification, idolatry, drunkenness, ever what. Little things can keep you from enjoying the benefits of your covenant. If I look and I'm down on myself, brother's talking to me. He used to. He said he'd take him if he'd done something and he knew the Holy Spirit let him know it was wrong. He said it would take him two or three days to get over. It. You know, he'd have to pray and seek God and wait for that feeling to come. You know, one done that. No, if you mess up, repent real quick and move on. Don't let it don't let it bring any condemnation. Therefore, there is no more condemnation those who, uh, who walk one after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And the Bible said that flesh has been added there. There's no more condemnation of those who walk after the Spirit. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Now, flesh will bring you into condemnation. Yes, it will. And that will rob you just as much as drunkenness fortification or ever what? Yes. It will rob you of the benefits of God. Yes. We don't look at it that way, do we? Yeah. Hallelujah. Everybody, if you will, please stand to your feet. Glory to God. But He raised from the dead. And we're not in our sin. If He were, if He hadn't been raised from the dead, you'd still be in your sins. Even though he was crucified, died, paid the price, if he had to raise, we'd still have been in our sins. But when he was raised, we were raised with him, and we were declared righteous. Glory to God. This air is still cold, man. How about y'all? Get it cold, y'all? Thank you, Jim. One thing about it, we don't have people sweating and carrying on no more. <laughs> thank you, Lord. I want to thank everybody for coming this morning and being with us. I hope I didn't waste your time. I hope you got something out of this morning. Hallelujah. Remember, take on the new man, and you take on the new man by the Word of God. You take it on by the Word of What the Word says about you, take it on. But we're so bad about taking on what we sort of perceive ourselves yeah. in the natural. Yeah. You're not natural. Come on. You have been born into the supernatural. Come on. Amen. 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 You have been born to sit in heavenly places. You have been born to rule and reign. Yeah. Rule and reign with Christ. It's about time that we found our gifts, or find our gifts, and start using them gifts, because that's the way everything operates. 
When you solve them gifts, it's to solve a problem. And when you solve problems, their big bucks come along with solving the problem. <laughs> Hello? You, doctor make more money than some other people. Why does they solve a bigger problem? <laughs> financial advisor draw big bucks. Why come they solve financial problems? Plumbers make big money. They make about as much money as a doctor nowadays. But they solve a big problem. So you're going to have to figure out why, why you're here and what problem God sent you here to solve. That's just it. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I haven't been to Christie's before because I left my phone in her car one time, so I went over there. And then one time me and Mama went to get peas, we kind of drove by and saw it. From seeing it then and seeing it yesterday, it just blew my mind because it was just so pretty. Chrissy's, I mean, it was before it was the original trailer that they bought, or double wide that they had bought. It was original, and they have upgraded so much, like new windows. Oh, there's new siding. New, new siding, all that. And I said, Christy, you can see your prosperity. You know, you can, it's, it's obvious. And what did you tell me? And that has happened since I've been here. Yay. We we came out of a poverty mentality. Amen. Even PT Amen. has come out of a poverty Amen. mentality. Mm-hmm. And, he, Amen. and you know, we're prosperous. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have a beautiful place too. Yes, they have God a beautiful is. place. So blessed us with that. So I'm a problem solver. I'm a problem solver. And the bigger the problem, you know, most of us want to avoid problems. We want to avoid them. But I got news for Start embracing problems. Because the bigger the problem, the bigger the reward. You got a problem right now? God got somebody can solve your problems. But when he when they are he or she or ever what, God can tell you how to solve it. Pastor, I didn't have a come side. I was gonna say one thing about problems is no matter how far you run, no matter how fast you run, they're always going to be there and they're always going to be there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that good? That you can't run away from, you have to solve them. And when we solve them, that's where the rewards come. Yeah, and that always does. When you solve a problem in your own life, that's where growth comes from. Everybody wants to go in God, but nobody wants to solve the problem. Hello? Hello. Amen. Say, I'm a problem solver. You're going to start finding problems, and you're going to start giving people wisdom and knowledge and understanding how to solve them problems. Amen. You have that potential, now. it's up to you to develop that potential. Right, right. Hallelujah. It could be as simple as... Quit running away and start running toward it. Hallelujah. It could be as simple as she needed, she was having problems with her, just irritated. Okay, I, are and uh, I, I solved the problem. I had eye drops. How is it now? Do you feel better? 
I like new people to come in because I have a gift that operates when new people come in. Amen. It's hard to just remember the same one all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo, it sets you free. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Yes. All those within me, I Hallelujah. bless your holy Yes, bless you, Lord yeah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hey, you mind if I pray for you? I'm going to lay hands on you. That'd be all right. Okay. Right there would be fine. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I see the Lord wants me to tell you that you're precious in His sight. Even though you don't feel like that. But He said you are. Praise you, Jesus. He said, I chose you. You didn't choose me. He said, quit running away from me now. I'm running to you. And he said, let me treat you like a father. And he said, I'll show you what a father is really supposed to be. Hallelujah. And the Lord said, I've called you. And then you're going to be a problem solver. And he said, when you start seeing these problems solved, he said, these rewards start coming down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, quit worrying about a lot of stuff you've been worrying about. Run away from it. Don't oh, just do a little dab and go the other way. Hang in there. Get a hold of it and say, I'm not trying to lose God. I'm going to stick with you or I'll die. That's what you got to do. you got to say, well, I'm going to stick with you or I'll die. And guess what? He won't let you die. Hallelujah. I'm going to lay hands on you now. Pray for Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, praise you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for this young lady, Father. And Father, I see where the enemy has condemned her. Praise you, Jesus. And Father, words has cut. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak healing to that. Healing to that. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. And he's a father of Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I ask you also now, Father, let her start seeing herself worth in you. Yes, Jesus. Not in the world, but in you. Yes, Jesus. And Father, you have made her special. Thank you. Father God, in Jesus' name, And Father, her household is going to be, I speak blessings on her household. I find every spirit of hell coming against her household, and I release. The favor of God upon me. And Father, I speak an increase into her life, not only in material things, but Father, I speak increase in the spirit. In Jesus' name. And I release their anointing.
She's precious in your disciple that Jesus loved. He's the one that wrote that about himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have to remind ourselves, God loves me. Right where I'm at, all of my mess and everything else is loving me. Hallelujah. I hadn't got it all together. Hey, yeah, don't leave because we got birthday. Have we sung birthday yet? That lets you know I'm out of the We got ice cream and cake and she's the only person that I know bought her own ice cream and cake to celebrate her own birthday. Raise your hand for the blessing. Father God, I, I bless your people. Father, go before this next week. Father, let them have favor everywhere they go. And Father, put people before them. Lord, that they can be a witness that they can see someone one to the kingdom. Father, be with them throughout this week. Keep them from all harm. And we bind the devil away from all of their, their life, their resources, their family, their home. In the name of Jesus, you are bound. And we thank you, Lord, that we have authority in you. In Jesus' name we pray. And thank you for coming and being with us. Hallelujah. Yes. Appreciate you coming. Come back anytime. Uh, oh, if you come more than three times, you're part of us. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm going to change that when you come once, you up. Hallelujah. Does anybody else get anything you want to say? No, we're just so thankful. All right. Take ice cream. It's a Lord visit. I, I do have a very good taste. The guy that we talked to yesterday, um, Chris Barnett. I want, I want y'all to pray for him. And I feel like he's supposed to be here. Okay. Or at least come to visit. Okay. He's, he's really, Chris Barnett. He's really got a testimony. But he needs to hear these teachings. Yeah. Appreciate this young man being with us this morning. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back anytime. Yeah. 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 We need some young people here. Yeah. And so it gets on fire from God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Young people are going to start getting set on fire for God in here. Yeah. Y'all want to say five questions? Okay. 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 Okay.